bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world. You're listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I needed a Brooklyn accent to mess that up, right? <laughs> that would have been that would have been better than if I could have just played that over. My name is Matt Tack. I am joined in the studio this evening by Charlene of Spanking Charlene and Mo. And uh, please let everybody else know who are the three members of the band who are not with us this evening but will be at the show. <laughs> Go ahead, Mo. Uh, Go ahead. Drummer Eric Seftel, <laughs> bass player David Leatherwood, and guitar player producer. Eric Roscoe Amble. <laughs> no pressure there. Yeah, that, no. That's for sure. We opened the show with a track from the brand, the band's brand new album, Find Me Out, which is going to be released at a show at February 12th at the Bowery Electric with our friends in the Gotham Rockets and our dear friend, Tim Heap. Both artists we're going to hear from later in the show. Um, that is, and I will tell people again and again throughout the show, that is a Damn fine, good lineup. If this were a touring uh, sort of lineup coming through town, you would want to go out and see them. Uh, don't be, don't look past the fact that they are all three local bands. Uh, it's going to be no word of a lie, like a great rock and roll show. And I think you guys would put it together that way. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so the song we heard was I Don't Want to Go There. <laughs> and we followed it with a brand new release by a band out of Philadelphia, Judex. Their song, Midnight Bruiser. They're going to be in town on March 7th over at Mother Pugs on Staten Island. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thank you Oh, for yeah, us. yeah. Great to the, be here. The album is tons of fun. Yay. Yeah, and I was uh, telling Charlene and, and Mo that before we came over, I just started listening. I just got access to the full album mm. And was was listening to it, and my wife came home, and I always love it when this happens. And she's like, "Oh, who's this?" And uh, I'm like, "This is Spanking Charlie, and they're my guest tonight." And she goes, "I really like this." And and now I didn't do a good enough job of writing a note down when she sort of said that, but it was right at one of your songs later on in in, in uh, on the track list that you have a real X early X sound to it. Yeah, we and, and so I was like, "All right, that's." A different cool sound. Yeah. But one of the things I I like now that I've listened to the the whole album and even still with the four songs we're going to feature tonight, that it is not just one type of music. Right. And so that we're going sort of off into it's rock and roll, but we're going off in different genres. We're yeah, taking people on a journey. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I just ask you to slide that a little bit closer? Sure. As as if you're being Joey Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. We're, we're, we're practice because we're down close to Joey Ramone Way on on the twelfth. Yes, right? that's true. Very close. I'll be DD. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. Now um, the album is getting released mm -hmm. on Rumbar Records, right. uh, which is very cool. Uh, for other people who do not know, Gotham Rockets are on Rumbar Records. Mm -hmm. We're going to hear from another artist this evening who's on Rumbar Records. Uh, new music from Justine and the Unclean. Mm -hmm. Um, but if people are looking to go pick up this album ahead of time, if you go to rumbarrecords.bandcamp.com, um, you will go and be able to see the whole catalog for Rumbar Records. I'm willing to bet that you'll drop the $10 mm -hmm. uh, to download your, your album. Yeah. And then if you fiddle around on Rumbar Records page, mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of other really cool stuff. Oh, yeah. To get. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and including... The Gotham Rockets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and I understand now you're releasing the album on CD as well. Mm 
And I, I noticed earlier today that the Gotham Rockets are doing a double uh, seven inch <laughs> single as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. So which is which is very which is very cool. Right. So I, I think for for people listening, if you don't remember when we visited with uh, the Gotham Rockets, uh, or if you don't remember that we way back in the day visited with with Heap, <laughs> uh, so which is why I'm super excited to go to this yeah. gig. Um, but uh, there's like I say, there's just so much good music that you can find there, and I think. Wednesday, the 12th of the hour electric is yeah. so stinking fun. Yep. yep. So here, I, I need to tell people what you sing about. Please do. It, I would like to hear what you, <laughs> think, what you think I sing about, actually. Well, no, just taking it from your, from your bio. And mm-hmm. then I sort of want to, you know, mm-hmm. ask you a couple of questions yeah, sure. along those lines. So Spanking Charlene sings about life and romance in New York City. Mm-hmm. And as I'm sure you know, that means that there's an endless number of songs and stories to tell. Sure. <laughs> yep. <Endless>. yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and and so it sometimes then it must then be difficult to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It is difficult to narrow it down <laughs> for sure. There's always some story or some something happening around you that you're tuning into that even if it's not happening to me, I can write about it. Right. And and when we were talking beforehand, you're saying that you get the the bit of uh, women coming up to you at mm-hmm. shows and like picturing themselves yeah. or they're identifying mm-hmm. with your lyrics right. and, it, and it, that must as an artist i have to imagine that that's a really fantastic feeling it's, there's nothing like it it's the most amazing feeling ever yeah because it's always great to see someone sing along to something that you're surprised they know the words but <laughs> but women singing along and, and moving closer to the stage and i can just feel that they're feeling powerful you know they're but you know knocking over guys to get to the front like it's 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 an amazing feeling Definitely. And, and, and I think that's, um, you, you mentioned the word being empowered because I think there are some of those songs on, on the album that sort of deal with female empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's the other part where I think there's just the straight up rock and rollers, like we're going to go have fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's the, uh, which, you know, we're going to close with the Can't Let You Go, which mm-hmm. was like, and I'm sure you've probably heard this comparison before, like, please cover Fever at some point. Because <laughs> it, it, right? that yeah. was... Like so much the feeling that yeah. I got when I was listening to oh, it. Oh, great. Cool. Uh, it just, you know, so smoky and so wonderful. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah. this is this is good. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, this I is great. Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you think I was going to let that slide? Eight years. Um, no, not at all. Okay. Um, yeah, I wish I had a better story of like, you know, someone got murdered or sent away or... Um, <laughs> we got a little sidetracked. We got a little sidetracked. Um, oh, we were, we had, you know, we had a publishing deals. So we were writing a lot. Um, not, and unlike, you know, uh, just anything, you know, it's, it's all genres. So, you know, we're focusing on that a little bit. Um, we didn't have any money, ran on money <laughs> pretty much. Um, we were still on a label, but there, you know, nothing was kind of happening. And then all of a sudden eight years flew by. It was crazy. Yep. <laughs> So when you're talking about the, the publishing that was like writing music for other people yep. or writing music for movies, ads, or just writing music for other people um, in Nashville who, you know, oh, they okay. would choose whether or not that. Yeah. yeah There's basically like 28 songs for every year, for like mm-hmm. three years. So it was pretty, we were pretty busy. With yeah. the goal of trying to sell it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Buy it. yeah. Did, did you nickname your uh, apartment the brill building or like, <laughs> no god i wish i was <laughs> yeah. right Jeez. at least elton john and bernie Taupin had two rooms that's true had one mm-hmm. that's very true <laughs> very very true you know that's true. 
And, and so it, we're, did you have to sort of walk a fine line between writing something that you said, no, 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 this speaks for me. Mm-hmm. So let's save that. You um, say yes, I say no. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, you know, like they're going to their respective corners in the studio. People. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I just want to give you a heads up. Um, up. You mean like save it for like the band type of a mm-hmm. thing? Right. Yeah. You can, we kind of knew which songs jumped out as like spanking Charlene songs. And some other ones might have been like uh, kind of like ballads, maybe some type of folk and country kind of stuff. There was one thing where we got an assignment to write for uh, Nashville. The show. The show oh, Nashville. Cool. And uh, it was for the Hayden Pantier character. So I never watched it. So I just, I went online and I started to read about it. I called a few friends who watched it, took a bunch of notes, and then we wrote the song. And they didn't wind up using it. It got canceled right after <laughs> was, Yeah, ABC Story said, of our you know. lives. So close. So close. And, um, but it was a really a great exercise. And people are like, oh, was that hard? I'm like, no, it was so easy because the parameters, they wanted something slow and moody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, okay, E minor, you know, and we wrote it in like 15 <laughs> minutes. Right. You know, that was the one that was like kind of a homework assignment. Everything else, it was just whatever we wanted to do, which uh-huh. is fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if only the Spanking Charlene songs could get written in 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, a few well, of them have been yeah, written. Oh, yeah. Really? They just oh, yeah. come out of you. Yeah. Yeah. The best For ones sure. usually come pretty fast. fast. That's what yeah. Because yeah. they're just, they, there's just that cue that pulls them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then you want to go back to that place and pull it out again and you can't. <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> I get that when I'm out walking around. Like, how would, where did that deja vu come from? Can I walk yeah, down the right? street again? Hey, let's let's give people an overview of who we're going to get to see on the 12th mm-hmm. um, and hopefully convince you to that this will convince people to, to come out. We're going to let's hear from Gotham Rockets. Okay. Follow up with your title track. And then let's hear from our friend Tim Heap. Yeah. And oh, Heap. yeah. You are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. And on February 12th, people are going to rip this night at the Bowery Electric.
I bet you could. Do you know Tim's nickname? No. Like, Shorty? Ma- <laughs> I can't remember. Pretty much the I mayor knew. of Brooklyn. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Wherever he goes, he knows people. And if actually he was the mayor of Brooklyn, it would be awesome because then there'd be like cool divey bars on every corner. Totally. And people would have conversations with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they would just hang out and they would they would talk to each other. Sure. So I don't know how how we get that on a political ad campaign, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It won't work all that well. So Heap is going to be on the show mm-hmm. on February 12th at Bowery Electric, and they are opening. Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then following mm-hmm. is the Gotham Rockets. Yep. Um, and we heard their song, which we opened that set with, uh, Rip This Night. It's off their November release called The Blast Off. And as mentioned earlier, it's going to, it is out now on two seven-inch pieces of vinyl, <laughs> uh, which I think is really a yeah, very yeah. cool thing cool. Uh, cool. to do. So again, kudos uh, to the people at Rumbar yeah. Records and wanting to, to put that together. And then we follow that, squeeze, sorry, squeeze that into the middle, the title track from Spanking Charlene's latest release, Find Me Out, which is, of course, available on Rumbar Records. If you can't remember that whole bit, go to spankingcharlene.com. Yep. That's going to have all the links where you can go, uh, information about how to get the tickets to the show, information about how to pick up the album. Uh, if you want, if you're on Facebook, uh, you can certainly find them there. Uh, you're on Instagram as Spanking Charlene and on Twitter, kind of, but not really. Don't Our social it. media skills are a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for an 18-year-old intern to teach me the ways of the of the gramming. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I tried to share talk. what you posted. I was like, I, I didn't know you had to regram something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why can't I just hit a thing that's a share? Yeah, I just, I just a, gave up. I threw something against the wall and was like, done. Like I'm that. done. <laughs> So here's here's what I want to want to share with you that yes. I that I saw earlier on on Twitter um, <laughs> that I think uh, you can relate to. Um, I'm sure Mo, you can relate to, but probably not in quite the same way as as Charlene. <laughs> and I think probably a number of your fans can can relate to. So surely heterosexual women are proof that sexual orientation is not a choice. <laughs> true. <laughs> very very true. Very, very true. Because, I like that quote. I know. I, right? I, thought it was, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, it's great. Because with your, your songs just sort of have, like, there's bitterness, but there's fun bitterness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the, the track we opened with, I Don't Want to Go There. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's one of those things we can all <laughs> relate to. Yeah, sure. You know, because um, what is it? We've been dating just a short while mm-hmm. there. And then, uh-oh. Some, somebody wants to have the talk. Yeah. How many? What's the number? Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> That's what you know, it came from. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a friend of ours, actually. It wasn't even anything that was happening to Don't me. Or any names. It was. It was a peripheral, and then we were like, "Oh boy, this is serious. <laughs> yeah. This is serious." Yeah. Most of the stuff is kind of based on true. Some of it, yeah. yeah. True crime stories. True yeah. Crimes. Yeah. And then, but but I'm listening to uh, to the songs as well, and going oh god like <laughs> could i conceivably be in somebody's song that i don't know about very possible <laughs> well because i but but like i don't want to go there yeah. like i'm doing that yeah mm-hmm. i have been there and what and you're saying talking about moonwalking across the mm-hmm. <laughs> do anything to <laughs> just deflect. Yeah, deny num- number one deny and then number two deflect <laughs> exactly well, Watch me do my dance. Yeah, did I deflect? It reminds me of something. Yeah, it's a <laughs> good right. political strategy. An orange wall behind you. But then again, even with you know, we're going to hear liar liar, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you, you, you've done a, 
you've done a really great job, I think, of encapsulating some of those sort of situations that I think mm-hmm. we as a as adults, we as humans, have all gone through. Sure, absolutely, yeah, and and, right. and it and it's super fun. And so then you're tell me how the process works. Then you're sort of you're getting these stories from people. Mm-hmm. They're sort of snippets from here and there. Yeah, and, and then that allows you to write the lyrics we haven't been well mostly there's no real we haven't figured out what our real um like how exactly we do this because sometimes you know, which changes. may be a good thing yeah right? like mo will have a riff that he'll think of and he'll record oh, th- there's fifteen thousand riffs everywhere um yeah. or i'll hear something and i say i say oh can you play this or can you do this um a lot of it is topical stuff that you know like lyrically that i wish i want the person that i'm seeing or hearing to stand up for themselves and and yeah. i don't care if you're polite and you're a woman like really do what you're supposed to be doing right now so it's um you know a lot of that pretty much and i write down a lot of titles mm-hmm. if i hear somebody say something i just write it down because mm-hmm. i don't think i have anything really to say <laughs> so yeah I, I listen to what goes on around me because it's all around you and mm-hmm. you can kind of pull these things yeah from I conversations mean, and- lyrically I, I write a lot of the lyrics but mo mo does some and then of that too. tweaks it as yeah. as well to sort yeah. of and help you pull out the, the yeah. idea or finish the idea mm-hmm. that, that you've got yeah. already. Or we argue about it for four days <laughs> about <laughs> okay. how that is not the idea that I had. And I would not think that way. So, and I don't think the average listener would think that way, but you know, that, yeah, that's our process. Yeah. Once a lot, we, whole lot of yelling and fighting. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm once kidding. We kind of grab it. It happens really fast. Mm. You get the idea and she's great. She sits there with a pad and just writes it all out. And it's like, Old school style. There's 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> if I had to type it, I'd be like, ah, I couldn't do it. I, I it disrupts my thoughts. It is. Uh, last week, I uh, visited with a uh, young woman, Annie Nersha, and we had an absolutely great time. They played live in here. Mm-hmm. But one of her songs she was talking about was that she wrote it on her, her phone. Oh, my God. A- and I, I, it, it's it, it's somewhat of that generational gap. Yeah. I can barely add <laughs> like, contact. I can't like write I'm, a song. Like, even if there are... I, I ideas that, that I have, I still want to do the pen and paper mm-hmm. and I want to write it yeah, down sure. and then sure. And then I'll transfer it into the laptop or my phone yeah, to keep yeah, track yeah. of it. I just, right. it was like, wow, I couldn't ever do that. No, I, it's too much thinking. I can't, I, not that I'm not thinking while we're writing, but that, that kind of thinking is not good for but, me. But perhaps it is this way for you as, mm-hmm. as well. But if I have that original note and if I scratched out and make, made changes, mm-hmm. it sort of has the the seeds of the idea that maybe we'll sort of go back to yeah mm-hmm. and i can sort of work work yeah. around it I, yeah, yeah. I don't you know obviously if it works for somebody mm-hmm. uh to do it in a different manner then great yeah, as long yeah. as we're getting the art out into the world sure. or, or but i, I guess you mean by like seeing the process seeing yeah. the edits the scratch and out, when yeah. we cross something out we it's a very thin line because we may <laughs> we may come back to it it may work better you know <laughs> who knows you know so and I, when it's two writers, you know, maybe where I'm going is not at all where he's going. <laughs> like the last song that we wrote for the, like the publishing demos, mm-hmm. like I wrote a chorus and a verse, but then she went in and rewrote the verse and changed it. But we kept the connect. chorus. I'm like, go for it. You know, she was really inspired. So I'm like, okay, you know, you're <laughs> feeling it. So, you know. so you, you kind of touched on it with, uh, you said writing the songs for, for Nashville. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I was just curious about, um, was whether, you know, the amount of songs that you've written for Spanking Charlene and and performed and you've 
been fortunate, uh, I think based on the quality of the music that you've been producing, mm -hmm. to get it played on a lot of radio sure. around town and across country. Yeah. So I was wondering if you had ever had that opportunity where you've walked in somewhere or just turned on the radio, if mm -hmm. you've turned on Underground Garage yeah, and yeah. hearing stuff and you're like, sure. whoa. It's amazing. It's, yeah. it's the most amazing yeah. thing ever. We actually had the bigger thing for me is that um, uh, junior high in, where was it? Idaho, Indiana? Oh, uh, high school. High school. In Indiana. A show choir music teacher wrote us a letter saying, my show choir is all girls and they really want to do the song, I Hate Girls. No, no, Dismiss with a Kiss. Or Dismiss with a Kiss, whatever. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and can you send the lyrics and would you agree to this? And we got to watch a video of high school age girls show choir and dancing and they connected Dismiss with a Kiss it was, with... Um, with it was like a, a Glee song. type of thing. Sure. Where they do, you know, so it was dismissed with a kiss with Goodbye to You mm -hmm. by Scandal. I mean, and that look, was crazy. It was That's really, crazy. Uh, yeah, and the guy's playing, there's a pit band, there's a piano. That was And cool. they're singing it, and it's like, whoa, that was like... Yeah. Yeah, very and they all cool. sent us letters. It was really cute. I mean, because that's, wow, because I mean, that's a different feeling you must have gone through to be like, we're reaching people. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you're getting it's, covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got <laughs> yeah, covered. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's one, so. it's one thing to cover Motorhead. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. But now you are being being covered yeah. Your, yeah. yourself. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah, really that was great. great. Um, what I would uh, like to do just to hear somebody else on Rumbar Records. Mm -hmm. And then let's see if we can just sort of tie in a few other things that are going on with cool. whether we're going to get you out on the road. Mm -hmm. We have to be quiet about a couple things and, <laughs> and where we're going to try and go with things. Um, but one of the other artists that I that at some point I, I think uh, they may cross paths. I know they're both in the Rumbar Records um, sort of family now, but there's mm -hmm. new music that's just been released by Justine and the Unclean. Yep. I am dying and for them to come down to New York City. Yeah. Uh, I hope they end up doing that. And hopefully I'm on the inside and I can tell you I think that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll be something to, to look forward to. Right. Um, but there's definitely some of the yeah. some familiarity with songs yeah, that, uh, that you do and that, and that Justine does. So <laughs> this is Sweet Denial by Justine and the Unclean. You are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Liar, Liar <laughs> by our guest in the studio this evening, Spanking Charlene, featuring who on saxophone? Oh, that's uh, Matt Polishek. Thank yes. you. I, yeah. I was going to stumble over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the big last guy, name. Big name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Seven feet tall. Yeah. Awesome. And is he going to be there on the 12th? <laughs> no, he moved out to Kentucky. Kentucky. He's got a big music award out there, actually, for yeah. saxophone playing. Wow, um, fantastic. So he actually, the wonders of technology, never came here to record that. He recorded it there. and we Though he did it. it with us live like mm -hmm. 10 All or 15 yeah. times, so yeah. we kind of knew it. Mm -hmm. So we sent the track out to him, and he recorded it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Awesome. Yeah. And before that, we heard brand new release, well, last month. Mm-hmm. The longest month, as we all said, ever, <laughs> um, from Justine and the Unclean, who are out of Boston. We're also on Rumbar Records. That was their song, Sweet Denial. And the EP is Every Bone That Breaks. But I understand that there's going to be a full album coming out later in mm -hmm. the spring, which oh, is nice. going to be awesome. Yeah. And I think we're all going to keep our, our fingers crossed that she's going to come down. The mm -hmm. band is going to come down and end up playing a show. I, I would just like to, to take a moment uh, to let people know some of the things that are going on at Radio Free Brooklyn. We are going to be, if you can believe this, five years old. Wow. I, I don't look a day over three, right? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, in May, we're going to be uh, five years old, which is we think is pretty cool. And so we are trying to uh, expand our programming, continue to offer sort of outreach to all sorts of arts communities that are in Brooklyn that make Brooklyn such an incredibly viable and fantastic place. Um, so the shows that we, that we offer, obviously, we focus on local music. Mm -hmm. Here, uh, we have a number of shows that focus on uh, politics. We have a number of shows that focus on the LGBT community. We have a number of shows that focus on just arts, talk. Uh, we featured Democracy Now!, which yeah. is an incredible show that you need to be listening to at 1 o'clock every afternoon. And we also do a weekday show at 4 o'clock called Brooklyn Bandstand, mm -hmm. which if you don't know about it, and I'm indicating that to Charlene <laughs> and Mo, um, is a show that focuses on live local music taking place in town that night. Oh, wow. Um, so we're really making a commitment to the local arts community. And if you think supporting the local arts community uh, is important, we would really appreciate it if you would help us in our Drive to Five fundraising campaign and just simply go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Or if you just go to the website, you'll see a whole bunch of things. We have t-shirts that you can uh, get that are designed by Cosmo Vinyl, oh, former cool. manager of Clash, right. um, which feature Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, and right now, there is also a very cool quiz on our website uh, about how well people know Bushwick. <laughs> nice. I think I, I did it and got four. <laughs> But <laughs> out of <laughs> 11, out of 11. Yeah, yeah. And one of the answers was Radio Free Brooklyn. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> I got that one down for sure. Um, but just as a as a way to to support what's going on here and support what's going on in the in the community. Um, and if you're just honestly not able to do that, um, sign up for our newsletter and just maybe just share what we do with friends. Uh, if that's all you can do, we certainly appreciate that as, as well. Because um, as you know, as as listeners, Without people like Mo mm -hmm. and Charlene and Tim Heap and the fantastic guys in the Gotham Rockets, mm -hmm. uh, we don't have as vibrant a city as we do because yeah, of all that, that, that input, which for is fantastic. Sure. And I, I would just like to, we mentioned this off air for, for people listening. So one of the things that I always like to go by, or I, I know I'm on the right track with music, is that when people who have been guests 
rave about somebody who is going to be upcoming to be a guest <laughs> or is releasing music. Um, so friends in the Lord Calverts, mm -hmm. absolutely love you guys. <laughs> love you so much um and they're they're a band uh, who have been guests here a couple mm -hmm. times i've seen a number of times play they put on fantastic yeah, shows great show. and so when they're saying as a bar mm -hmm. or they have a bar that i think is pretty high for a band mm -hmm. uh, and they say you guys are fantastic then that is as good as gold for people uh and from my opinion so thanks to all those wonderful yeah, fantastic guys and then of course the gotham rockets loved you guys as well yeah. when when they were in here so I, i'm gonna you know, it's a weeknight. I think it's going to be a very smart idea to pick up tickets ahead of time. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just going to say idea. that. So <laughs> it's always a great yeah. idea. But um, I was out at a show last a uh, couple Fridays ago uh, at piano, jammed, mm -hmm. uh, and because it was a good lineup. Mm -hmm. And this is a fantastic lineup with Heap, you guys, and the Gotham Rockets. Mm -hmm. So I think again, if we send people to the Facebook. Yep. Event page. Yep. Which is again linked from spankingcharlene.com. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that'll take you there and yep. we'll get everybody together. And I I assume there's so can people get the C D at the show? Yep. yep. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and is it just a coincidence that with all these songs about love that it's being released on Valentine's Day, or is that just the way the calendar worked? <laughs> no, it's kind of both. A little bit of both. Oh. Pretty much. Yeah. My my love song to Valentine's Day, which is a crock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell, no, yeah. no, no, no. Tell no, me about that. Just a Valentine's Day is just the dumbest thing ever. Thank you. <laughs> Arbor Day, I can get behind. But, you can get Boxing not, Day. But Valentine's Day, like, forced you like me is not good. <laughs> and all the all the other yeah. parts. Now, um, lineup changed from your first album mm -hmm. to the second. Yeah. Um, and so how did that kind of come about? Because there's... Sounds kind of interesting. Somebody who was producing some of your previous works decided mm -hmm. that, damn it, you guys are good. I want to get in there. <laughs> yeah, no, right. it wasn't that, wasn't that way. No, right? <laughs> well, actually, you know, it, he did the first two records and then... Um, well, And he played on them a little, you know. Like, yeah, and, and he just started playing with us a lot at the lakeside. Um, you know, he's the power assist guy, but then he'd stay, you know, for the next song and the next song. And, right. then, and then all these songs on the record, he played with us live for the last, you know, yeah. five, six, seven years. So and we, two guitars makes everything sound better. Yeah, yeah. It just really it just became like an organic thing and, you know, we play around each other and he comes up with great parts and and then when we recorded the record it was us playing live, you know, looking at each other mm -hmm. and it was mm -hmm. felt great. which is the other sultry song on the album? I was like, they're all sultry. Yeah, I know. I'm like sultry. Um, can't let you go or sugar other love. Than can't. Sugar, sugar love, sugar yeah, love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the guitar work yeah. on yeah. that is fantastic. That's Eric Ross Gamble. That, that is, the guitar, and that's yeah. him live on the track. He didn't overdub any of that. That was him, all of us playing, and he was just going to those leads. Yeah. So because, because what I love about that when listening to it, mm -hmm. it's like the guitars having a conversation. It is with sure. you. Yeah. Lyrics, guitar, and mm -hmm. you're talking yeah. back. Yep. And forth. Totally. Through it, which yeah. is, I, I. That's see. great that you got that, that you heard that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He listens. Uh, I, I, I can't, I, I have to tell people again for people uh, listening, I stand during the show and I can't sit during the show <laughs> because I'm just so excited about the music that, oh. that we feature. Um, and I talk with my hands 
a lot. Mm, uh, that can, happens. It's a Canadian thing, right? Yeah. yeah Don't oh, work yeah. with me on yeah, that because yeah. you're from upstate New York. Right. Absolutely. Now, how long did it did it take you to sort of like feel that you found your sound for the for the band? Hmm. Did it did it come pretty quickly on the, well, on the first the release? First, or? Well, you know, the first record we were kind of coming out of being a, a kind of a different project, more of kind of like a, I guess like cow punk country. Yeah, punk, a little maybe. bit kind of folky. And the first record is kind of like all over the place. And then I guess with "I Hate Girls" was mm -hmm. one of the last songs written for that record. It's the first track on. The, we start to find this kind of thing mm -hmm. that we did, mm -hmm. and then the second record was that. The sound of spanking Charlene, and this mm. kind of continues and variates a little bit from that. Yeah, and now yeah. you feel like really comfortable in it, like the yeah. second skin yeah. as as who you are and how you're expressing. Yeah, yourself. absolutely. Lots of songs in, in F sharp. <laughs> Not a lot, no. maybe like four. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. We we figured out kind of we don't know what it is, where it is, but we know how we feel when we're in it. So. I know we we always lament the uh, places closing in New York City, mm. but uh, I'm going to sort of flip that with uh, more praise again for Lou and Rumbar mm -hmm. Records, oh, yeah. and uh, that the word of spanking Charlene is getting spread far and oh, wide. Super. Is there is there a possibility of you know taking you physically out to sort of spread that word? Possibly. I mean, um, you know, we're do we have a couple things like in the in the uh, in the works in the works, you know, that are kind of like weekends a few one-offs but i don't know we're, we're not um we're all old people and uh <laughs> and you know i i've got guys in my band that are like oh do we have to spend the night can we just turn around and drive five hours straight back oh, no no. <laughs> no we cannot listen to the singer um yes. you know so it just gets harder as you get older and you know um we might be out there uh, at a stretch yeah, yeah we got something we're working on yeah. i mean we got a jersey gig in another manhattan in march Sure. Um, so the Jersey gig, May, Jersey March gig 7th? Is, yeah, March 7th mm -hmm. at the Record Collector mm -hmm. in okay. Bordentown, New Jersey. Okay. Cool place. Which is very cool. And again, we'll, let's, let's direct people always to SpankingCharlene.com. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's close out with Can't Let You Go. Oh, great. And then a uh, brand new release by another local band, Bambara, mm -hmm. uh, which just came out. And they're going to be playing. Oh, I just realized they're actually playing here in town on, on March 7th. No, oh, well, okay. that's okay. Dopey, that make... dopey me with that <laughs> selection. <laughs> right? Really? Junior, oh, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. So the details again for the record release yes. party. And I think if uh, if you didn't get the vibe from listening to the Gotham Rockets <laughs> and Heap and the vibe from Spanking Charlene, I think it's not going to just be a record release show. No, like we're partying. Very, it's, we are yeah, partying. It's going to be very much yep. partying on a school night. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of it, thank you so much from my perspective, mm -hmm. is that it's early. Seven, eight, and nine. Yep. And then you can stay. And there's a DJ playing right up until and eleven. Have a drink with us. And hang DJ out with us La La Linda. It's perfect. It's perfect. Spend oh. some great stuff. But there are a few people who are like nine o'clock. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, you just stop watching Chris Matthews. You have your wine. Just leave the house. <laughs> God. Well, I'm all about it. No, thank I'm you. I'm all about Thanks. it. So, Thanks. so not not to worry. Again. Thank you so much yeah, for coming sure. in. Thanks, thanks for writing music that um, I like, and thank for cool. writing music that my my wife really likes as soon as she walks into well, the I've apartment. Heard tough <laughs> so that's great. I appreciate that very much. Very much. We are going to get out of here with one more said from Spanking Charlene. Please stick around for everybody plays the fool with Shane. You've been listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Clouds flash overhead, just he light and he thinks. No rain 